Hi, Juliet here with a quick message before this episode starts. Everything you need to be more strategic amid the busyness of the school term is contained in the 170 plus episodes of this podcast. But sometimes you can get there a bit faster with some personalised help. I host a termly online workshop specifically designed to help the support staff within schools to make the shift from being reactive to strategic. Our next workshop is coming up soon and we're going to be reflecting on how things have gone this academic year and strategising for the academic year to come so that you can confidently prioritise your workload, overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and redirect your time and focus onto your priorities. At the end of the session, I promise you're going to be feeling more energised, ready to hit the ground running with a clear plan of action. This term's workshop is going to be run on Thursday the 16th of May, and you can find out more and book your place at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash plan. I hope to see you there. Now, let's launch into this episode. What I'm going to be doing in this episode is to be talking through three areas that I think that the current crisis is going to and potentially is already impacting on pupil recruitment and also pupil retention within private schools. Welcome to the Independent School Podcast. Thinking and acting strategically is the key to both securing the future of your school and helping to build a more equal and just world. My name's Juliette Corbett. I'm a consultant, speaker and facilitator specialising in helping independent schools. In this podcast, I translate tried and tested strategy and fundraising techniques into a language that works for schools. So if you're a senior leader in a private school and you want your daily work to feel less exhausting and more strategic, and if you want once more to feel the joy of making the world a better place through education, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's get started on this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this third special episode of our little mini-series about the impact of the invasion of Ukraine. So this time we're going to be talking about pupil recruitment and there needs to be a massive disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast. It feels slightly awkward, I'll be completely honest with you, talking about how independent schools should be protecting their pupil recruitment. We're talking very much around sort of business models and economics And there is a massive risk in doing this, that it feels completely detached from the human suffering that we're seeing. So I've been thinking long and hard about this. I I feel that it is important for us to be talking about the way that schools, independent schools, are protecting their future. Because we are hoping that these schools, your schools, will be around for generations to have a positive social impact on our societies through bursaries, through partnerships, with the impact that our pupils go on to have positive impact on society. So I do feel that there is a place for this conversation in the current crisis. However, it's a big, big however, we have to recognise that people always come first. So what I'm talking about today is some things that you can start thinking about, things that you can start acting on. But I know that you are already putting the people in your community who are directly affected because they have family in the areas that are actually affected by the war physically. They have, you have pupils, I'm sure, who are concerned about the situation that's affecting their mental well-being. You have alumni potentially who are impacted. All of that work 
including fundraising for charities which are directly helping those people who are affected in Ukraine and in the surrounding countries, that has to come first. I'm, I'm kind of assuming that goes without saying, but I have to say it here because otherwise I feel awkward talking too much about people recruitment and business model type discussions. So we have to recognise that first. What I'm going to be doing in this episode is to be talking through three areas that I think that the current crisis is going to and potentially is already impacting on pupil recruitment and also pupil retention within private schools. Before we dive into the detail, I wanted to let you know about a free resource I've created to help you prepare your school for the coming economic impact of the invasion of Ukraine. It's a checklist of things you need to think about and take action on now, and it's designed to prompt strategic conversations around the issues that actually matter. You can download your free copy at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash checklist. Okay, now let's continue with this week's episode. Okay, so let's dive into these three areas that are going to be affecting pupil recruitment and retention. The first is really obvious and you will have thought about this already. The first is that families who are either based in or have finances within Ukraine, within Russia, within other Eastern European nations that are directly affected by both the war and the economic sanctions are clearly going to be struggling right now and you're going to be seeing reduced future demand from those areas, at least in the short to medium term. So one of the actions that you will be taking, which I'm sure you're already doing, is thinking about due diligence around fee acceptance, the knock-on implications that that might have on the welfare of pupils in your school already. These are really tricky areas. Every school will have its own situation. But I am sort of assuming that you have already been reacting to this particular challenge around this area. And if you are really had been previously really focusing on recruitment from Russia or from Eastern Europe, you will want to be rethinking slightly what you're doing in that area. So that's the first one. It's pretty obvious. The second one is slightly less obvious, and it's about a shock to globalisation, which could affect pupil recruitment patterns. Commentators have been talking about this for a little while during the pandemic. We saw nations because of the travel restrictions because of elements of wanting to protect their own populations people turning inwards in a kind of a more national sense so what this has meant is that supply chains are trying to be more resilient by what's called onshoring so moving your supply chain into the same country that you operate in or what's called near shoring which is about moving your supply chains to neighboring countries that are still pretty close to where you are this pattern is not, in my estimation, going to result in a complete rollback of globalisation. But I do think it's going to cause people and parents to be slightly more cautious and just ask a few more questions when it comes to thinking about international education for their children. And we've seen this develop over a number of years. A lot of parents now thinking they want to keep their children a bit closer to home. That's one of the things that's driving the growth of British schools abroad, for example. So I think this is going to intensify both in the short term and into the medium and long term. So what schools need to be thinking about is making sure that they can continue to recruit internationally. I do think that's going to be an important part of the business model for, for many decades to come. But there needs to be diversification. I think it is overly risky now to be relying on one region 
for your pupil recruitment internationally. I think it's going to be more important that schools are diversified in terms of spreading the risk kind of globally around where they're bringing their pupils in from. And obviously that has other benefits as well with regard to the cultural diversity of your school. So that's the second area, the shock to globalisation. It's an area that I think you need to be kind of reading around, thinking about and reflecting on as we go forwards. The third area I want to talk about is much more immediate affecting us right now, and that is the cost of living. So because of economic sanctions, on top of post-pandemic economic recovery, we're seeing costs increase across the board in Western economies. We are seeing inflation forecasts up to 8% within the UK and the US and, and pretty similar in other developed economies as well. And what this does is massively affects fee affordability. So the ability of your parents to afford independent school fees, private school fees. Now, to some extent, in some economies, this is being mitigated by the fact that there is also wage inflation. So that's where we see salaries go up. So If a family is seeing their salary go up and their costs go up, that will mean that actually their cost of living isn't being massively affected. So fee affordability shouldn't be so much of a problem. But in many countries, including the UK, we are not seeing the wage inflation. And therefore, it's the fee affordability that's really impacting on families' pockets. And this will impact pretty much all Western nations. When we think about specific economies, it's interesting to note that I was looking at the Um, Independent Schools Council, the IC census figures, and noting that we have a fairly large number of pupils from Germany and Italy here within the UK independent school system. And those particular countries are also going to be heavily affected. So both of them have a really significant reliance on Russian gas, Italy in particular. And Germany has very close trading ties, one of the most kind of closely knit economies within the EU to, to Russia. So It's really important that we understand that no one economy is going to be um, protected from this cost of living, although it will play out slightly differently in each economy. Now, until now, we have assumed that the affluent families who are paying full school fees will not be affected by this. And to some extent, that is true. In the pandemic, we saw that, generally speaking, those who were had the the financial capacity to pay school fees were not being massively impacted by the pandemic we may be feeling a little complacent let's be honest that this is also this new crisis is not going to impact our particular um, families but actually I think that is a risky assumption to make I think that the longer this goes on the more likely it is that the families within our own communities will be impacted by a squeeze to their disposable income and fee affordability issues. So I don't think this is an area that you can assume is all going to be fine. I think this is an area that you need to be doing some very gentle market research conversations within your school community. So talk to some of your parents or potential parents in not formal market research, but kind of semi-structured conversations. So the type of time where you you phone a family up that you know quite well, you say, look, I've got a few questions. I'm just trying to get the temperature of my of our community and understand what how people are feeling right now. Are some three questions um, that you might ask the same questions to everybody. It's not going to be statistically significant research, but it is going to give you a sense of how people are feeling. And the questions that you can ask are around, are you feeling more stretched now to pay school fees than you were last year or perhaps pre-pandemic? 
questions around how are your decisions affected by economic uncertainty and this is a really important question to be asking prospective parents so maybe those parents who have just accepted to join your school talk to them about to what extent economic uncertainty played into their decision making and also give those a call those families who inquired with you but then didn't decide to come to you just as you should be doing some market research calls to those anyway to understand what it was about your school that didn't quite fit for them talking to them about what's the impact of economic uncertainty having on your decision making right now. Now, if as a result of those conversations, you become concerned about your financial position as a school, you need to be thinking with really fresh eyes about how you position your school brand in the marketplace. And that might be to reposition yourself to be attracting families who are less concerned about fear, affordability or economic uncertainty. It might be overcoming people's fears and objections and worries about these economic uncertainty in some of your one-to-one conversations with prospective parents. You want to be thinking very carefully about your cost control and your fee increases and we'll be talking about that in a future episode as well. So I don't have any hard and fast rules for what you should be doing right now, but I do think that you should be considering these three areas. So the impact directly on Ukraine and Russia and the Eastern European economies and how much that's going to impact on your school. The impact of a shock to globalisation and your view on whether that's going to continue and therefore whether you need to be diversifying more into international markets. And your understanding of the cost of living and its impact on fee affordability and economic uncertainty within your your prospective and current parents. Once you've done the thinking, then you can create the, the actions that you're going to take to go forwards. So that's it for this time. Look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Independent School Podcast the podcast that helps senior leaders in private schools to think and act more strategically, both because they want to secure the future of their school and because they want to help build a more equal and just world. You can listen in everywhere that podcasts are available. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes or follow any of the links that I've mentioned today, just head over to www.consultjuliet.com co.uk slash podcast.